Hey, this is ENFP Dream Fan, and for this episode, I am going over the 2-0 Atlanta Dream, uh, as they did defeat the LA Sparks on Wednesday. Uh, it's hard to keep <laughs> expectations lower to uh, what I had before the season, where I had us as a fringe playoff team, uh, especially if we even keep it close with the Aces on Friday. Uh, this team, I, I really think, could be competing for uh, home court advantage uh, so in the first round. So uh, I'm hoping to be able to be a team that's consistently in uh, the top four. Uh, but again, uh, right now, with just beating the Sparks and Wings so far, um, I have us, instead of being a 7th or 8th seed, firmly in the playoffs at, at 6th at like 19 and 17. Uh, but if we're able to keep it within five points of, of the aces and we uh, are competitive with them, uh, the, it's going to be impossible for me to <laughs> contain it and not be talking about as the dream is a, a truly co uh, competitive threat for 2022. And not just because of Ryan Howard, but uh, because of the supporting cast and just multiple players just having uh, big games, including against the, the Sparks and a, a nail-biting victory that I wish wasn't as close as it was at the end, but uh, the Dream were able to do enough to pull off the win, and I, I'm just so incredibly excited uh, for what, what else is going to take place during this season. Uh, but yeah, for this episode, I'll be doing uh, a recap of... Uh, specifically the a little bit of the team stats that that stuck out to me in our victory over the Sparks and then um, some of the the player stats that uh, stood out to me as well and there were just so many players that stepped up and stepped up in the wings game as well like I, I really think the dream have uh, a nice core of players this season and uh, I think they can compete with anybody and I'm really curious to see uh, the test against uh, who I think is one of the biggest title contenders in the WNBA and the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, but yeah, without any further ado, let's go ahead and uh, start with the Dream and Sparks recap. Uh, the Dream had a much more consistent effort uh, shooting-wise, which was an absolute necessity uh, against a team like the Sparks. Um, we did go on cold streaks, but unlike against the Wings, most of them ended fairly quickly. Uh, Atlanta shot at least 30% from the floor in all four quarters, including over 35% in the second and third quarters. Uh, and it was a total of 34.8%. Again, I, I feel like we could have hit more shots at the end. Uh, I thought we had it firmly in hand, and then we allowed the Sparks to uh, be able to tie it or win the game on their final position. And, final possession, and thank goodness we stopped them. Uh, but yeah, I, I would like to start the games like we did against the Wings and Sparks and this time hold on to a lead. I don't know if it's going to happen uh, against such a great team as the Aces, which it'll probably be a back and forth the whole game if the, the Dream are able to compete. Um, but especially in the games coming up against the Indiana Fever after this one, it's something uh, I definitely want to watch that we're able to continue our uh, getting a, a larger run and then building off of that and not going on um, extended cold streaks. But again, uh, a much better effort this game. Uh, we also had 10 less turnovers from the, the previous game against the Wings where we went from 24 to 14. Uh, it was also only the eighth time in franchise history and the first time since 2020 that, that the Dream had consecutive uh, games shooting 84% from the free throw line. And they were six, uh, 16 of 19 last night. So 
again, what I mentioned in the, the Dream Sparks preview, it, it's just so essential taking advantage of every point that we can. And we just continue to uh, excel from the line in ways that we were incredibly inconsistent at last season. So uh, just couldn't be more happy in uh, how this team is succeeding and how everybody is contributing. Uh, last night, one more um, fun stat tidbit. Uh, this was our second best three-point shooting performance in franchise history with at least 30 attempts beyond the arc. Uh, the dream went 43.3%. Uh, the last time that they shot over 40% with at least 30 attempts was uh, August, 5th, uh, August 5th, 2018 uh, against the Minnesota Lynx, and that's off of uh, across the timeline. Uh, but yeah, I'm incredibly happy uh, with our 77 to 75 uh, victory over the Sparks. And let me go ahead and go into some of the, the player performances now. Uh, starting with Cheyenne Parker, and um, she once again scored 10 points and uh, went 2 of 4 beyond the arc, which is just so great to have uh, in a player that's playing a, a split between the 4 and 5. Just having to worry about her inside game and then her having a consistent 3-point shot, I, I just think it's going to go a long way um, this season. Uh, she also had 5 rebounds and 1 assist, uh, but she's had 5 fouls um, in both games, so that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, we want to be able to play Cheyenne more uh, in crucial moments like she's our biggest in threat inside threat um, offensively and uh, I would love to be able to um, use her more uh, during games and if she can stay out of foul trouble uh, I think she gets uh, closer to the 30 minute mark than she is right now but overall solid performance on both ends and uh, again I say this every episode um, but I'm really happy that we have her for next season as well just uh, someone that's just extremely consistent and um, someone I hope uh, is a good mentor for uh, Naz Hillman and everything. Just can't give her enough uh, veterans like Naz, uh, like uh, Cheyenne Parker and Monique Billings to um, show her how to succeed in the WNBA. Uh, but on to uh, Nia Coffey. And uh, she played the second most minutes for uh, any Dream player with 33 minutes. Uh, she did struggle with from the floor when where she went one and nine, uh, but she provided eight rebounds and two assists and just uh, a consistent defensive effort, and that's what really allowed her to stay in the game more. Besides, uh, as the previously mentioned, Cheyenne Parker being in foul trouble, uh, but an overall solid game. It just hoping the the shots fall down for her. She did get good looks that uh, she's hit before consistently. I, I'm hoping. Uh, especially in, against the Aces, the, they start falling down uh, uh, like I'm expecting them to be. I'm, I'm expecting her to um, have even better stats than her career season with the Sparks last season. Um, on to the other Spark player that was able to enact revenge on their previous team, and that's uh, Erica Wheeler. And uh, she had another scary fall, um, this time um, tumbling into the stands after saving a ball from going out of bounds. Uh, she was, again, thankfully able to, to come back in and, and seem just fine. Uh, <laughs> I would like a, a game uh, without a scare of thinking uh, she's injured and everything. Just someone that heavily contributes for the dream. Uh, she also struggled from the, from the floor uh, going 2 of 10, uh, but she scored 9 points, including a four of, perfect 4 of 4 from the line, along with 7 rebounds and 5 assists. So uh, I will definitely take that effort. Uh, again, she's one of the players that cut down on her turnovers. 
there were a couple of sloppy plays, but overall, uh, I think it was a, a solid game. Same as Nia Coffey. Uh, we'll need some of those shots to go down uh, if they're going to be shooting at the volume they are uh, against a team like the, the Las Vegas Aces who are playing next. Uh, but on to uh, Christy Wallace. And again, I, I just love her game so much and not a player that uh, I felt confident making the team out of training camp. And now I'm, I'm like absolutely sure that I, I won her for the, the next few years in Atlanta. She just plays um, so hard on, on both ends. Um, she did get into foul trouble early, so um, it again was the biggest detriment for her uh, not being able to play 30 minutes like I think she can before um, Tiffany Hayes arrives. Um, but she did play 22 minutes, uh, finished with the, the four fouls as previously mentioned, but um, she got her first uh, double-digit point performance, which isn't a surprise it's her first since it was only her second game, but it was just so nice um, being able to see her take the same uh, shot aggressiveness that she did in the preseason, just having uh, confidence in her shot, and she scored 10 points uh, along with two assists and one rebound, and just really happy that she's a part of the dream and just someone that I think is now a part of the the foundation for um, the future for the dream. Uh, on to the legend of uh, Ryan Howard, and uh, these first two games feel like it, it's the beginning of a, a Hall of Fame career. It, it's just so fun to watch, and uh, just a quick shout out to Across the Timeline. Like It makes it so much more fun that um, she's having these historical nights and being able to look at past stats of, of rookies and then hopefully later in the season, uh, I'm comparing it to players overall with the uh, type of game she's having and everything. She's not just um, excelling compared to rookies. She's up there in a lot of statistical categories uh, against veterans in the league right now and everything. She's just so essential to the stream team, and uh, <laughs> we win or lose with her most likely. If she has an off night, uh, I, I, I think we have a, a good core group of players, but again, just Ryan Howard takes us over the top. I wasn't kidding when I said she was a franchise-altering player. Without her, uh, yeah, I, I think we're a lottery team and we're not competing for the playoffs, but with her, uh, it just changes the trajectory and changes expectations. Uh, but she went 5 of 10 beyond the arc uh, with 21 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, and an epic block on Kennedy Carter. Uh, she's just uh, so much fun to watch. Uh, just can't believe it just doesn't seem like uh, she's a rookie in this league, and she's only played two games so far. I, I just can't wait to see uh, what happens the rest of the season and what happens uh, when she's going against such a good team like the, the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, but on to uh, Monique Billings, and again, just a, a solid performance um, off the bench with seven points and eight rebounds, uh, including an epic and one drive um, to the hoop late in the third quarter. Uh, she's such an asset, again, to, to have off the bench and just always one of those high-energy players on both ends of the court. And uh, just like last season, I think she's going to have her offensive spurts where she does um, get 15 or more points in a, a few games span and everything. But the biggest thing um, that she's providing right, right now and is enough to, for the dream to win uh, is her rebounding and her defensive presence. And um, unlike last season, uh, she's in the top five in both offensive and defensive rebounds. Last season it was just offensive, so um, just essential to uh, the Dreams rebounding game on, on both ends. And it's really nice to see uh, in a contract year four. And again, I just really hope uh, this isn't the last season that we get of her. 
but on to uh, Megan Walker. And um, if you've listened to uh, my past uh, few episodes, um, I'm, I'm really high on her. Um, in her player profile, uh, I made uh, the prediction that the Dream would choose to keep her going into 2023. And uh, that extension uh, is coming up on May 15th. Uh, she has two more games. Uh, actually, the deadline will be during the Indiana Fever game, so I, I bet the Dream make the decision before that. Uh, but yeah, the, for her getting a guaranteed contract into next season, the Dream need to decide to extend her or not by the 15th. And um, I just really think there's a lot of potential. We have the open roster spots, and she's playing well enough uh, and got uh, more playing time than she did in the first game. And I, I just believe she took full advantage of that. Um, she scored 11 points one rebound and one assist and she was two or three beyond the arc for the second consecutive game so uh, again just really like uh her potential as a player and i don't see the the risk in uh just taking her on another season when we're going to have uh, a lot of players uh, most likely leave with having multiple ufa contracts and um, her salary would not take up too high of a percentage uh, for next season and everything. I, I think she's worth taking a shot on, but uh, we'll see what happens. Um, on to Ari McDonald, and uh, she still continues to impress me, and uh, I'm now starting to get a little antsy for her to receive more playing time. Uh, she played the third fewest minutes out of any Dream player, uh, playing in 17 minutes. Uh, she scored seven points and three assists, and again was just really, really solid on uh, the defensive end of the floor. Uh, I know the, the stats are going to come later for her and everything. I, I still think she's going to average 10 points when all is said and done uh, at the end of the season, but um, she needs to get those opportunities. I understand that um, this is a team that's exceeding expectations, and Wheeler is an overall solid point guard, but um, I would definitely like to see Ari McDonald get more minutes. Uh, I, I don't see any reason why she shouldn't. Uh, she was another player that was more aggressive like Christy Wallace in taking shots, um, but I would like her to, to, to see her take more. She did um, one drive to the basket um, that ended up getting blocked, uh, but and I believe it was by Kennedy Carter, uh, but if she continues to uh, use her speed and handling to, to get uh, to, the, to the paint, like I just really think that she can score from there and then just opens up her opportunities to be able to knock down um, shots from three that she's known for and everything. But um, we'll see what happens. And especially since we're playing uh, multiple games in a short game stretch, uh, we're playing three games in six days, just like the Aces just did. Uh, it's going to be important to uh, balance the minutes between uh, our players and everything. So I'm hoping that leads uh, to more of a chance for Ari McDonald. Uh, but yeah, those are some of the top player performances that stuck out to me. Again, just super uh, excited and happy uh, that we were able to pull off a, a win against the LA Sparks, who uh, going into the game, we had lost eight straight to them. Uh, so uh, just from going to last season, the dramatic losses we had to them, the just pull off a, a win and a game where the Sparks could have sent it to overtime or won. Like, I'll, I'll absolutely take it, and I'll take the 2-0 the start against the team that I think is a, a surefire playoff team. Uh, but on to the Aces, and uh, they're 2-1 and one coming into this. Uh, they, again, started the season with three games in their first six days, uh, where they posted double-digit victories over the Mercury and Storm, 
followed by a 13-point loss to the Washington Mystics on Tuesday. And especially with how uh, much they play uh, their core four, uh, I'm not surprised that the shots weren't falling as much in the second half. Uh, I really think they are going to have to start playing players more like uh, Kirsten Bell uh, to be able to have the energy needed to uh, be competitive in the playoffs and be the, the highest potential team that they can be. But uh, again, I, I think this is one of the top teams in the WNBA and just so excited uh, to see how the dream do. Uh, but the Aces have four players averaging 15 points, and two of those players are averaging a double-double. And I just want to go over the, the four players I'm most concerned about the, the dream containing and, and keeping in check um, for the game on Friday. Uh, Jackie Young has scored nearly 20 points in all three games, um, including a lights-out shooting uh, performance in the season opener against the Mercury where she shot 80% from the floor, going 8, 8 of 10, along with a perfect 4 of 4 from the line. Um, in her last game against the Mystics, she earned 19 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 assists, uh, sorry, 4 assists, 2 steals, and 1 block. So just someone, again, who is capable of stuffing the stat sheet, which uh, are players that I really enjoy and uh, really enjoy watching. And uh, she's going to be someone that is going to be really hard to guard, especially with uh, the talent that the Aces have in their front court. Uh, the next player is Kelsey Plum, and she's one of the best point guards in the WNBA to me. Um, she scored 18 or more points in all three games so far, including 47.6% beyond the arc. And uh, she also had seven assists in the first two games for them. So um, just someone that is a key cog for their offense, just someone that helps the, the Aces be at their full form, and uh, someone that I think is going to be more uh, harder to contain than Jordan Canada, who was really good for the Sparks. But um, this is an elite point guard, and I'm curious to see um, how we match up and if we can score enough points to, to keep this close against such an elite team. Um, going to their interior, and uh, Dierica Hamby uh, is also on fire. Um, she scored double-digit points in all three of the Aces games. Uh, in the season opener, she scored 24 points off of 11 of 14 shooting, which is just ridiculous. Uh, in her game against the Storm, she scored a double-double with 10 points and 19 rebounds. Uh, if the Dream focused too much attention on Asia, uh, it's going to be a long night. I, I think Hamby will uh, surely torch us, and we need to keep an eye on, on both players somehow and uh, just keep the damage to a minimum. There's no way that we're stopping them completely, but if we can keep the uh, damage to at least them just getting a low double-double instead of uh, just going lights out and getting like 20 points and 15 rebounds, uh, that would go a long way, and that's not a small task. Uh, but speaking of uh, Wilson, uh, she she's my preseason MVP pick. I, I just love how she plays the game and how she can take over uh, games at will and everything. Um, she's earned a double-double in all three games thus far, uh, and she's had at least two assists in all three contests. Uh, she also protects the paint defensively as she has 10 blocks on the season, including nine in the first two games in the victory victories over the Mercury and Storm. So uh, just an overall elite player on both ends of the floor and uh, someone that can just take over a game at any moment. And <laughs> she's honestly the, the player I'm most concerned about, uh, like who... Uh, is Monique Billings going to be able to slow her down enough or Cheyenne Parker? Like She just has such elite skill inside. Uh, just a really tough matchup. And uh, again, I, I just have 
um, such high expect high expectations for on this Las Vegas Aces team. Like them and the Mystics, uh, they're clearly uh, in the top two for me. Uh, the Storm, uh, I think, are really close as well, but um, they're without Stewie for uh, a few games and everything, so um, they're going to fall a little bit in the standings and everything until she gets back. So right now, the, the front runners to me are the Aces and Mystics, so the, the dream being able to um, play them is going to be a lot of fun. And add in uh, General Manager Dan Padover and uh, Head Coach Tanisha Wright. Uh, who were with the Aces last season and being able to, uh, the dream being able to play against them now. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun, and I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun for them to get the first victory uh, against them this season and everything. So, uh, really, really looking forward to this one. Uh, again, a little nervous if we can stay close. This is just such a measuring stick to see uh, where we're at right now as, as far as being a, a legit um, competitor uh, for 2022. Uh, but really quick, let me go ahead and uh, just give a quick prediction on this game. Uh, for the first time, I am going to say that the Dream don't win this. Um, I had the Aces winning a really close one, 84-79. Uh, to 79. Uh, So again, I am super excited if the Dream are able to keep this game close and competitive throughout. Uh, showing that they can hang with a, a top team. So if this, if this happens where we lose a five-point game... Uh, I, expectations are still going to be through the roof for me. And if we win, uh, I'm going to be simply unbearable <laughs> on Twitter and in my next podcast. Uh, I sure, I'm sure I already am a little after our win over the Sparks. Uh, but yeah, I, I just love this team so much. And the, uh, the ener energy that they have and the companionship, like it's just a completely different feel from last season. And uh, I'm just excited again to see where this journey leads for uh, this 2022 uh, Atlanta Dream Team. Uh, but that's all I'm going to do for right now. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And um, I'll post links to um, across the timeline that I got the um, stats from, uh, as well as her hoop stats. Um, their article on uh, going over to May 15th deadline. I forgot to post that link in my last podcast episode, so I'll be sure to, to post that in this one. Uh, but again, thank you so much for tuning in. I, I love sharing my passion for the dream, and I, I hope you're enjoying these as well. Um, pretty soon I'll do uh, a question and answer where you can uh, send me some questions that you want me to go over and topics you want me to cover uh, for the, the, the next couple weeks. Uh, but yeah, thank you again for tuning in and I'll talk to you later.